Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of a podcast before it was cool. Forgot to do the intro. Oh, fuck. Good afternoon, and welcome to yet another episode of a podcast before it was cool. Today, we will have the latest and most up-to-date news in music and culture. I am Cameron Phillipson. And I'm Michael Klaus. Today's a very special episode of Before It Was Cool, for today is St. Patrick's Day, one of our all-time favorite holidays. That's right, this is one of our favorite weekends to celebrate, because Michael is half Irish, and I am an alcoholic. And with today's episode... For today's episode, we have purchased a couple of varieties of Guinness. We have the original Guinness, and we have Guinness Blonde. We'll be drinking these throughout the episode and reviewing them, and we'll see if our tastes have changed by the end of the episode. This one's going to be a little messy today. And to start off, Guinness Blonde number one. It really isn't too bad. It's rather inoffensive. It almost tastes like a really watered-down IPA. This Guinness Blonde is a pale American lager that uses the same yeast as original Guinness, uh, but they added some more American hops to it. Uh, There's also a little bit of fruit and coriander in it compared to normal Guinness. Definitely not bad, also not great. But that could definitely change after I've had a few. So we'll go on with drinking these, and in the meantime, here's our top five Irish punk songs. Starting with the song that features the world's greatest tin whistle solo, The Devil's Dance Floor by Flogging Molly. Number four is I'm Shipping Up to Boston by Dropkick Murphys, the one that got you in a bar fight last St. Patrick's Day. Number three is Drunken Lullabies by Flogging Molly. It's the one Flogging Molly song that people actually know. Number two, The State of Massachusetts by Dropkick Murphys, the known cause for all shamrock tattoos. And at number one, an Irish pub song by the Rum Jacks, because we had started to notice a pattern. Bonnie Craig, the lead singer of the band Slaves, was arrested in Arizona last night. And believe it or not, it wasn't his fault this time. Steve Burns, the longtime host of Blues Clues, has called out John Cena, who has been rumored to be the next host of Blues Clues. This one's not a joke. This one actually happened. Van's Warp Tour has recently announced its lineup for its final run of shows, featuring all your favorite bands playing in the city that you're not in. And before we move on to our next segment, we'll do a quick Guinness check. We've moved on to the original Guinness, which is a very dark stout. We're definitely starting to feel them now, so if our speech is slurred or our jokes aren't funny, we apologize. We here before it was cool have given you a lot of news on the music aspect, but not much on the art and culture aspect. And so for today, we were fortunate enough to meet with a local photographer to talk with us through his journey 
in the life of photography. Well, first of all, I would like to thank you so much for joining us here on a podcast today. Uh, it was Caleb, right? Oh no, please. Call me Kale. That really makes me feel more in tune with the earth. So where'd you find your start within photography? Well, I've always really been into this thing called Instagram. You probably have heard of it before. It really gave me a new appreciation for all the beauty in life. Well, I really like the photo that you brought for us today. Would you mind explaining to our audience uh, what it is and uh, the meaning behind it? Well, for this image, I was really trying to capture that feeling of independence and openness. Like when you're standing in an open field and you have the entire world in front of you. You can look out for miles over the horizon and feel like you can do anything you want to. Whoa. That is a really powerful sentiment. Would you mind sharing with us uh, how you were able to capture that? Well, for this image, I spent hours wandering, trying to find exactly what I was looking for. And when I finally found it, I knew immediately, this is exactly what I had been looking for. Well, for our listeners, would you mind explaining exactly what the image is? I feel as though it'd be way better explained through you. I really don't think there's a way for me to use words to accurately describe the vastness of this image. Well, could you give it a shot for our audio listeners? Well, for this image, I was able to capture the sweeping beauty of nature into a single frame. You can really feel both the violence and the harmony, the push and the pull of the forces. All of nature, both plants, animals, even humans, interacting, cohabiting. There was really so much going on here in this image. I was able to focus on just a single point to really convey independence and openness and the excitedness just of living life. For the life. love of God, it is an out-of-focus picture of a butterfly. Well, you very clearly have no appreciation for art and beauty and nature and life. It appears that this show has been a giant waste of my time, and I will be leaving. And now we'll take a word from our sponsor. Hey, you! Do you enjoy going to hardcore shows and want to mosh with the best of them? Then you need the Crowd Killer Workout. The one workout program guaranteed to get you as much attention as humanly possible. Because we all know, that's the real reason these people come to this show. With this program, you will learn all the classic hardcore dance moves, such as the windmill, the shadow boxer, and the roundhouse kick to an unsuspecting girl's drink. You've been waiting all year for the perfect excuse to be an unbearable douchebag. And with Crowd Killer Workout, it's never been easier. Don't believe me? Here's some satisfied customers. I use this program, and now I get kicked out of every show halfway through the opening band set. I've been charged with assault four times with this program. My girlfriend didn't even know what fucking hit her. Order now and receive the bonus DVD on how to write a long disingenuous apology on Twitter. Crowd killer workout. Because if you don't want to get hit, stay out of the pit. Crowd workout does not condone any criminal activity and cannot be held responsible for any charges, domestic or otherwise. Time for another Guinness check. This is number three, and we're really tearing through them now. The more I drink, the more I realize these aren't so bad. And now it is time for us to take the latest singles we have heard this week and give our own thoughts and opinions on them. Starting with Jack White, over and over and over.
once again, Jack White's latest single is able to combine some kind of bluesy guitar riff with a strange kind of math rock into something that is oddly coherent. This is the fourth single from his upcoming album, and we are super excited to see just how weird he's going to get with this one. Up next is the Wonder Years Pyramids of Salt. This is the second single that the Wonder Years have released for their newest album, Sister Cities. This song has an awesome, hard-hitting chorus with amazing lyrics and a nice melancholy intro. And uh, I don't know why you're looking at me like that. There was no way I was crying when I was listening to it. Up next, The Void by Parkway Drive. There really is a lot going on in this song, from the cool guitar riff to the even cooler guitar solo. Unfortunately, it's all been covered by some pretty terrible vocals. This is Parkway Drive's second single off their upcoming album, Reverence. Popular heavy metal band Five Finger Death Punch have been receiving a lot of criticism on their newest album. And this time it's not for their songs, but their album art. The album has been banned or censored in several parts of Europe. Despite this, this album actually has been really well received, and the band wears this banning as a badge of honor. The delivery guy at the local pizza place has just celebrated his five-year anniversary on the job, and continued to say this job is only temporary until his band takes off. We asked him about it, and this is what he had to say. No, I'm afraid I actually don't have change for a 20. Springtime has sprung, and we here at Before It Was Cool have decided to put together some fashion tips that you'll probably ignore anyway. This season, floral prints are definitely in. Be careful though, because there is a very fine line between Hawaiian tourist and trendy hipster. The slim fitting pastel button up shirt is perfect for showing off your tattoos and making you look like a painted Easter egg. When dealing with chillier weather, don't be afraid to really layer up with some denim. If you're looking for inspiration, try Garth from Wayne's World. And if you're in your late 20s and want to rock that neighborhood barbecue, try putting on a blazer on top of those cut-off jeans. As your undercut transitions into a comb-over, ditch the beanie in favor of a baseball cap. Make sure to turn it backwards so your neon green sunglasses play a purpose. When looking for an acceptable ratio and whether or not you should wear that band tee, put it on the Hot Topic to Urban Outfitter ratio. If it's a little too hot topic and not enough urban outfitter, it may just not work. Vintage band tees are also really in right now, but make sure you know the band, otherwise you look like a poser. Before we end the show today, we'll do one final Guinness check. We got two four apiece, and they definitely get a little bit better as you go. By the way, Guinness didn't sponsor this episode, we just really like beer. 
And thank you, as always, for listening to the show. That will be it for episode three of a podcast before it was cool. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at pod before. And you can find us on Instagram as well. And we hope you have a safe and fun St. Patty's Day. And until next time, I'm Michael Klaus. And I'm Cameron Phillipson. And this was a podcast before it was cool.